Welcome to Weekend Rental. This is episode 64. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. Whether it's comic books, beer, video games, movies, or more, you can find all of our content and all that amazing other content over at Geekade. Geekade.com. What's your geek? My name is Ryan. And as always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Nate. Hey, guys. It's New Year. Let's jump into a new Byron Burn. This is our opening segment. We pick a game for a given system. This system, uh, this episode, the Famicom. Uh, we'll all pick a game. We play them individually, and we decide which ones we would personally buy, rent, or burn. Uh, normally, we read a description, but on uh, import games, such as on the Famicom, there isn't much to be had. Uh, I'm going to pronounce these poorly. Andy has gone with Utsurun Desu, and Nate has gone with Ganbatter Goman 2. And I've gone with King Kong too. I love your dialect. <laughs> you know, it's 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 from the northern region. Uh, I appreciate that you picked up on that. Mm. What does King Russia? Kong Got it. translate to? <laughs> it's weird. It's universal. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's let's go back up and uh, talk about these games a little bit, and then we'll decide which ones are personally by Renter Burn. Andy, uh, your pick, Utsurun Desu. Yeah, it's. It's a guy who dresses up in an otter suit and does some light action platforming and yeah. does some weird enemies, some weird like platforming. It's a very strange game. And I'm not sure if I mean, it's it's funny for a little bit, but the game overall is not that great. Yeah, it feels a lot like they gave Tingle from the Legend of Zelda series a, a platformer. He threw on that onesie. <laughs> And he went at it. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's not bad. I just feel bad playing it. Does that make sense? <laughs> this is actually based off of a, um, like, some kind of magna Manga? Thing. Yeah, or mag. Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever it is. And uh, so this is a character, and, and it's quite the craze, actually. Um, which is probably even more terrifying because you literally look like this man in an otter suit and the way that you defeat your enemies is reaching out your hand and you just see like the paw do a little curl thing so you're like touching your enemies or tickling i don't know it's terrifying it's not great yeah yeah there's and some of the enemies are very strange too. Like at some point you reach like just a guy jumping a rope. You gotta knock that guy down. Get, yeah, get get through him. There's some there's some pretty good gags in there though too, where you come across like a big thing of spikes and you try and jump across it and it doesn't do anything, but there's like a mountain in the background and you just walk up the mountain and over. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really yeah, that weird. Yeah, it was crazy. Or the things that typically you would avoid, you're like edging towards it, and then all of a sudden the floor opens up, or or the floor you're like something's gonna happen, and then you stand there and you're like, oh, nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> all of a sudden the floor opens up when you least expect it, and you drop down to the next level. Just so weird. Yep. That first level, there's like a some green pipes that you go down, 
I don't know where they got that idea from. But <clears throat> yeah, that was totally ripped off. Wasn't it? <laughs> Popular PlayStation game? Yeah, probably. Probably. Nice. Yeah, there's nothing like inherently wrong about this game. It's just super weird. Super Famicom, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the action just isn't tight not, enough. Not to play. super Famicom. <clears throat> no, not super Famicom. Very Famicom. Just, just very Famicom. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I could buy this game for my kids. Why? I, I don't know. I feel like the rating on the game <laughs> would probably be like what rated M or something. <laughs> Can you imagine this game with like realistic graphics? <laughs> Oh my gosh. They made it. It's called Seaman. <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't feel right playing it. No. Very interesting. I'm glad I saw it once, but... <clears throat> I think the translation it. is Otter Boy. Or something like that. Oh, so he's just a just... boy. He's not a full grown so man. So it's okay. At least. Yeah. Otter man makes it worse. <laughs> well, should we move on to Nate's pick? Please. Ganbear Goemon 2. So the Goemon series is pretty popular in Japan. The Western releases have been very few, but go ahead. Talk about your game. Yeah, I think uh, this is a top-down... I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know what you call it. It's not a platformer. You can do some jumping in there, but it is like a top-down. I don't want to say Legend of Zelda either. Kind of a River City Ransom esque action RPG. I think is what you're looking for. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, action RPG. Uh, it's um, I I didn't really understand the preface or the the whole point of the game, but I was running around uh hitting people with a club and that was fun getting 100 points per guy and then uh just snagging a lady for 1000 points by just running into them at first i was really avoiding them but i didn't really get the purpose of it or what i was supposed to be looking for or what i'm doing um i know i had to get to a cave that cost me money and i couldn't get enough money to get into the cave and it was just, I don't know, it was a really weird game. People running all over the place made it very, so with this top-down, it's not a very smooth um, top-down, I don't know, configuration. So it was really difficult to try to hit the enemies or they're kind of just running around the hitbox and you're trying to get them closer to the hitbox. And that made things a little more complicated. Um I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? That was the worst description ever, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, it wasn't great. It's a really confusing game. I All these Famicom games are just confusing. Yeah, I was I was trying to figure out if this was, like, the Super Nintendo what version is the same game. Because it seems very similar from what I remember well, of that no, game. Well, no, those are... Uh... Like the U.S. version of that wouldn't it be Mythical Legend or Legend of the Mythical Ninja or something like yeah. that. Isn't that tied into that? Yep, that's. But it didn't come over on NES. No, 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 no. Super Nintendo. Yeah, yep. in '64. Yeah. And that's a completely different style of game, I would think. Well, it evolved. Yeah. 
I th the Super Nintendo one is kind of similar to this, if it's not like a port of this or a remake or something. It's a lot of like beating like beat 'em up sections kind of and then like going into buildings and buying stuff and all that stuff, talking to people. I love it that but you don't know what you're buying though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not in this one at least. Just go go find the cheapest thing. I love where at the beginning where you're going in the jail and you're like going in people's cells, talking to them, and they're like, okay, bye. And then you just leave them there. And I got to like a blue robot guy beat him, and then it seemed like that was the end of some sort of level. But yep. Yeah. In the audio visual department, though, it's <clears throat> pretty decent for a Famicom game. I mean, mm hmm. Especially when you're familiar with the franchise. They did pretty good. <clears throat> but yeah, I felt like it was kind of familiar-ish to what I'd seen on other Goemon games that got released over here. The co-op is a big thing in these too, right? Like, I think you can be, you can be two players. I guess I'm not sure I've not played that. Is that... So you can do two players co-op, kind of like River City Ransom sort of deal. Yeah. I can see that being fun. Well. My pick. Move on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about King Kong 2. I picked probably the most generic game, I think, out of everyone. Um... I don't, I guess I don't know how you describe it. Like basically, like King Kong Two feels like every Sunsoft game released on the NES. Is King Kong Two. It's actiony. <laughs> you walk with a character up and down the screen. You fight stuff. That's King Kong Two. Kind of like Gunsmoke esque, without the scrolling. <laughs> without the scrolling, yeah. A little bit of Fester's Quest esque. Yeah. Yeah. Gremlins 2-esque. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not as good. It almost reminded me no. of, like, uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer or Cadence of Pyro because the guys, the enemies would move to the beat on certain beats. So you could, like... I didn't catch that. You could attack at, you know, on the beat. Yep. Yeah. I thought this was a pretty fun game compared to, you know, what we were playing. This was the last game I played. So to have that, uh, I, I thought it was pretty enjoyable to traverse around and punch things and take rocks or stones or whatever they were. And I don't know. I think it's a pretty cool game. I think of the three we've talked about, like it's the one that I'm most confused as, uh, as to why it didn't get a port. <clears throat> because it seems like that would have been easy enough to just slap a... U.S. translation on and put it on a U.S. card, but I don't know. Do you feel that King Kong was relevant back then? I mean, that's what I'm struggling with. In the U.S. Like, was he relevant then in the Japanese Well, Universal market? thought... I doubt it. Universal thought so when they sued Nintendo. <laughs> that's true. And lost. Yeah, I don't know. That's It's weird that Konami had it, the rights to it, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That could have it's been not... a licensed thing, you know, where it's like they're they had theirs and they had ultra. It's like where do you fit it in, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I mean it's not a horribly 
weird license or out of place license given the context of like what else is on the NES. It's just kind of I don't recall. Do we get King Kong one? I don't think so. Do we? No. It makes me wonder what that is. Yeah. But there's massive confusion with Donkey Kong, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just King Kong, Donkey Kong. Just a just a licensing mess. <laughs> Could be. Outside of like King Kong, the the ape himself, like, was there anything in there that seemed like it would be like aimed toward any type of King Kong theme? No, no. Like it starts out, you're punching like gel, gel blobs, and I guess it does get to like armies and stuff like that. But I was there really any goal or object? Like, I just never found anything. I just kept going and going and going. No, just beat up things. Yeah. Get to the end of the level. You're an angry monkey. Yeah. That's about it. Hmm. I don't think you get to climb a building with, with a lady, though. Sad. That'd be fun. Or at least I didn't get that far. No. <clears throat> well, should we give our picks? Andy, do you want to... I can't even say the names. Can I just say? Yeah, just pick Andy, (laughs) Nate, Ryan. That's what I was going to do. Andy, what would you buy Rent or Burn? Oh, boy. Hmm. Yeah, Andy. Which one would you buy? It kind of sucks because I think if if it was in English, I would play Goemon. I, I would buy Goemon. But because that game is so um, dependent on knowing what you're buying and stuff and who, what you're... Well, if you wouldn't be lazy and just learn Japanese... Oh, yeah, then, then it'd be fine. Of, well, I mean, it's selfish to be like, hey, I need English. Is it? Yes. Learn Japanese. <laughs> I'm learning Japanese. Then I could read the Otter Boy manga. That's not true. <laughs> No, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I, I think my buy is going to be King Kong too, even though I, it's a pretty simple game compared to a lot of NES games. I mean, just the lack of scrolling in that t- style of game is pretty, pretty archaic. Um, but yeah, I, that's the most playable for what for you know not understanding any Japanese. So. That's my buy. I, I'll take Goemon for my rent because I somewhat got around. But and yeah, my burn is going to be Otter Man. That game is way too strange. It's it's got a few laughs out of me, but outside of that, like it's not a fun game to play either. So Nate, <clears throat> how about you? Yeah, my buy is going to be King Kong to. I really enjoyed that game. It was a lot of fun. I kind of like those kind of games. Um, and I thought it looked good, sounded good. It was worthy of a buy. Um, my rent is going to be whatever my game was. Goo Man, Gooey Man, Gooey Man, Gooey Man, Gooey Man 2. Um, just because it wasn't Otter Boy or whatever that game was. <laughs> Pedophilia. I don't know. It's weird. 
very uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, anyways, my, my rent is, is my game and my burn is the otter man. Cause it's awful. I felt weird playing the game. Anytime that you're playing a game and you have to tickle your enemy is probably not a, a game for people to actually play. So Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to buy King Kong too, because I understood it and I can pronounce it. I'm going to rent Otter Man because that's my level of fucked up. I like that. And I'm going to burn Goemon. I've played those games in the U.S. releases. Not my bag, so when I can't translate it, burning it. I don't know. And it's also my game. It has so. nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with it, right? Okay. We should keep a running total of who wins, who loses this year, and at the end, whoever loses has to wear an otter suit. No, you guys are just gonna <laughs> tag up on me here. I'll just grow up my bush and like put some like uh, hot oil in it, make it, and it's an otter pelt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Another pirate burn in the books. from Byron Byrne, let's get into a little bit of what's been happening in our game rooms and around the world. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I just got a new gaming PC not that long ago, and uh, Epic, who always gives away free games apparently every month, uh, ran a 12 Days of Christmas special, <clears throat> one free game every day, uh, starting, I don't know if it was right before Christmas, probably couple days before christmas which has been great um i've built up my library of games it's been nice they wrapped it all up yesterday with ukulele and the impossible whatever the oh that impossible was oh cavern. the new one yeah the brand new one just oh. came out like three, three months ago so my kids played that um also in there there's been celeste um the talos principle i don't know if you guys have played that i really like that that's like uh portal with more of a god complex which it plays really great super fun to play that um there's been what else is in there super hot which i had not i had the vr version i never played super hot not in vr trippy game not in vr um a bunch of good stuff so yeah epic thank you my holidays have been bright yeah, I think Twitch responded to that too because they like doubled their free games for the month too. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Problem is, I never get around to playing them. No, that's kind of been my deal too. I haven't played most of these. There was like a, a handful that I've gotten through. And then today, 
they drop. Well, so they always have like a teaser thumbnail is like what the next free game is going to be. There's like a little bit of artwork and one of them was like skis and like two ski poles and like obviously the Darksiders 2 face. So it's like, well, if we're getting Darksiders 2, we're getting steep starting, you know, tomorrow. The holiday sale's over. Well, they did that. It was steep Darksiders 2, but then it was also Darksiders Remastered. So oh, nice. three games this month. So can't complain. It's been fun. I still haven't gotten Epic. I should. Oh, yeah, no, for the free games, download it. I don't even yeah. know what it is. Tell me Epic about it. Epic Game Store? It's like any video game website that sells games. It's just Epic open their own store to compete with Steam. Really? <clears throat> Except they give away free games. Two free games every month. So and do you pay a monthly subscription then? I pay absolutely nothing, and over the 12 days of Christmas, I got 12 free video games worth about, I don't know, $250. Nice. Yeah. Doing good. And I have played nothing but PC since I got my gaming PC. Uh, a lot of Seven Days to Die. Justin and I, Justin, formerly of the podcast, comes back once in a while. We paid for our own private server. Andy's going to join at some point if he responds to my check, so I can run mm-hmm. him to our safe base. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, we're playing a lot of that and some World War Z bought that on Epic store for five bucks. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to play a lot of PC now because consoles are dumb when you have a PC with solid state drive and I can be gaming in like 30 seconds. It's nice. Looks good too. Beat yeah. computer. It's a big difference. Yeah. I love, I, I'm going to love that next year when all the consoles are like, look at this, no loading time. That's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've been living it. Yeah. It's, I was like, <laughs> holy shit. And everybody's like, well, what do you load more stuff on there? I've got like 50 games now that I've gotten free and I bought like the Valve pack because like the Valve complete collection was 13 bucks. Wow. It was every Valve <laughs> game, you know, so it's like, well, Half-Life 2, Portal 1 and 2, mm-hmm. all the expansions, Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I'm going to buy that. And I've installed all these games, and my computer's still just like instantly on, like instantly in game. It's it's great. Having a hard time adjusting to mouse controls for FPS games, but I'm getting there. Mouse and WASD is weird still. I'm using yeah. the PS4 controller to fill in the gaps and a lot of stuff that I feel like like Celeste. Celeste is a free game and. I just want to pause on Celeste for a minute because that was like part of the epic deal. But like, why did the world like stop and like mm. bow down to Celeste? Because like, it's just Super Meat Boy with a chick. Did mm-hmm. did we have to make it a bigger deal than it was? I mean, it's good, but so was Super Meat Boy five years ago. Yeah. So it, it doesn't have like the whole see how many times you die thing. No. Know, like... Yeah. Right. It's just like I played this before. Thanks. Yeah. I felt the same way. I jumped into that game and I was out pretty quickly. And it's just like, this is just pretentious meat boy. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. I bitched out some old lady because her driveway caved in. I'm I'm a dick and now I'm jumping over spikes. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? uh mainly because i had it and i was planning to resell it 
And then my kids saw that it was full of Disney characters. And I'm like, oh, well, we'll try it out. And then, yeah, I'm pretty much all the way through it now. And How many hours? I'm probably 20 hours in. Wow. But I might be done. Because, like, from what I've read, like, I'm in the Pirates of the Caribbean world, and my kids don't give a shit about that. And then after that, it's just, like, the all the kingdom hearts bullshit which i don't i don't even want to finish that i don't even want to go through that no more disney <clears throat> so you're not compelled to like play through the entire series now and, oh, like, it, version like dot a or whatever they did i can't i cannot believe that they called it just kingdom hearts 3 like i played the first two and then you hop into this and they're there's no way that you could know what, what's going on. Like, they just expect you to have played every single other game that they've made on every other system to know what's going on. And it's it's pretty brazen to, to expect no to play. No story it. so far, like when you log in even? Uh, not really. I mean, there's a little bit, but like it is so far up its own ass that you don't even know. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. But if you ignore that, there's some there's some interesting things. The worlds are cool, but they last a little too long for kids' attention. Yeah, the artwork always catches my son's eye. Every time we walk through Best Buy, he's like, we should get this. And I'm like, no, we should not. We will not. We are not going to get that game. <laughs> You don't even know what it is, and he just sees Disney characters. And he's like, "It's got to be good, not for me. That's not no. our kind of game that we play." No, no, it's 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 not a great game. I can't think that the people that really enjoy those games probably like it as that much either. But maybe they do. I don't know. Must appeal to somebody because I heard three sold like hotcakes, even though I feel like the mainstream media stopped talking about it after like the first week. I it just it's weird. It just seems like it's like the same thing. Like you would think they skipped a whole generation. Oh yeah. Because the last one was on PS2, and then this one is late in this generation, and it's it it looks like a very high fidelity version of the PS2 games. It's like you didn't think with all this horsepower you could come up with something different, you know? But after this long? I'm sure they've been working on it for so long that it was old assets carried over. <laughs> yeah. Like, F it. Yep. Plus, like, there's nothing, like, back in the those old ones, they catered to, like, the old stuff. The stuff that we grew up on. Whereas now it's just, like, Here's Frozen, here's Tangled, here's Monsters, Inc., here's Pixar. You know, it's pretty much all that right. stuff. <clears throat> I'd like to take a moment to point out how much Frozen actually sucks as a movie, too. Can we, can we do that quick? <clears throat> Frozen's not good. Frozen had a song that everybody liked, but there's no story progression. And then everybody seems to forget that the sister is also the evil person. She's the good and bad person in the movie. There's no character development at all. It's over in 90 minutes, and you learn nothing about anyone, but everyone loved it. Fuck Frozen. Just saying. 
I haven't seen two. I'm not going to see Dude, two. I'm here to see let two. it go a little bit. <laughs> I did let it go. I and it a, came back I around I made a again. joke. I made a joke. It was a joke. Made yeah. a joke. There's a really good metalcore cover of Let It Go. I can't remember who does that. <laughs> I've it's heard on that. YouTube. Hold on. Yeah. Well, let, me, let me look. It was actually pretty good. Oh. Definitely don't play uh, Kingdom Hearts then because you base that once you go to the Frozen World, you're just like there during the movie and it's doing the whole plot of the movie. It's just like, come on. Even the song. Yeah. Betraying the Martyrs. That's what it is. Watch that, everyone. Betraying the Martyrs. Let it go. That's a great cover (laughs) of that song. Movie sucks. Except Olaf. Olaf kicks ass. Everyone else sucks. Hmm. I don't know if I, if I can go that far, even. Do you want to build a snowman? Hmm. I don't even I want to go yet. outside. Yeah. So. Some think about snow. Oh, let's talk about that. It's not gaming related, but <laughs> we live in the Midwest, and we got... Frickin' nailed by what they call it the storm, like a 10 year storm. So Fargo's calling it basically it was an excuse for the city not to dig us out <laughs> because uh, they can't handle it. But basically, we got 13 inches of snow overnight in Fargo, North Dakota, where Nate and I live. And uh, when you compound that with 40 mile an hour winds, things tend to pile up. Uh, so it was a little ridiculous, even. Three days out now, driving through town is taking your life into your own hands because you can't see anything because it's like six foot piles of snow at every intersection. Some of the three lane roads turn into two or one lane roads, depending on. And uh, the city's just like, yep, well, big storm. Couldn't handle it. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> like, oh, why do I pay taxes? Yeah, it was awful. I can't, I can't lift another shovel, a snow rake, any of that stuff. I'm roof rake. Yeah. Whatever you call it. Roof. Definitely over it. And then I got to my office and then the sidewalks weren't cleared or anything like that. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Just got done shoveling. Time to shovel some more. <laughs> it was the worst. How's it for you, Andy? You live all the country. So you're kind of left to your own devices. Yeah. We had probably about a foot. And yeah, it was, we were stuck in until we got a plow out here and that took him a long while to get it all cleared out. You had to pay a dude to like go up the driveway? Yeah, it's, I mean, my driveway is about a quarter mile long, so it's, it's not a small amount of snow once you do all that. Um, and then the whole circle drive and all that. My biggest problem right now is for the third time this year already, the snow plow has hit my mailbox and knocked it off and like he's doing it on purpose i know i'm, tra- I'm trying <laughs> to figure laugh, out but it's I'm, funny i'm trying to figure out if i know this guy like he's just trying to mess with me or something but he had a bad every- deal with you yeah every time it snows my mailbox is in the ditch it's like come on man so you're just like putting it right back in a snowbank just to hold it up <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like you're almost like duct taping it back together just to make it work for now but it's because right now it's it's almost to the point where I could just stick it there and it's not going to go anywhere because the snowbank is so high. But I have a white wow. mailbox and it is 
completely covered in snow. Like no matter how much I've tried to like chip <laughs> away at it so the mail person doesn't get pissed at me, you cannot see my mailbox. You see this little door and it looks like you're opening it up and just throwing mail into this like snow hole. It is it is not good. Yeah, I'm kind of lucky in that my neighborhood has the on-house mailbox situation, but mm. it feels so bad for the mailman. Like I've seen him walking up and down the streets the last few days and like they hate their people, jobs at this people point. People clearing out sidewalks is like spotty at best. Mm-hmm. So it's just I you don't get paid enough, man. Yeah, we stayed in quite a bit and uh we were playing the Nintendo Switch, the Switch Lite, I guess. Uh my son got got a Switch Lite for Christmas. The turquoise one, and uh, um, he got a game as well, and it was the Power Rangers. Um, what was it? Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, Mighty Morphin Limited Run. Is that Best Buy? He loves the Power Rangers, so this was kind of the perfect game for him, and he's been really enjoying it. It's like a Street Street Fighter esque game where you can call upon other rangers to jump in and help you or I like how whatever. you in, introed this with we've been playing with the solo version of the switch yeah i've been watching him play <laughs> one person has been playing i mean the switch yes i've been watching him play yes. some father-son bonding though poor lead in i've Sorry. heard that's a pretty good game though yeah pretty decent overall yeah, it looks it looks cool, but um, haven't played it. But it no. looks looks cool from a my son sitting next to the, you looking. So also got the Switch Lite, which we haven't been playing, but he's been playing, um, because it's a one person machine, and uh, I'm rubbing it in and Nate's shaking his head, and he got the really cool limited edition Pokemon version of the Switch Lite, um. He's been playing mostly stuff that I already owned on the Switch. Uh, but what did he get? Somebody bought him a fishing game. He played some of that. Somebody bought him Crash. He didn't care for that. And I downloaded the first ukulele game today and took money from his wallet to do that, to teach him how money works. And he's been playing that. So he seems to like it. He watches a lot of YouTube, though. I'm going to be honest. He. He understood that he can get YouTube on there, so he watches this guy named Jelly. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jelly. It's a, uh, it's like another kids let's play channel that I can't stand, but both my kids think it's hilarious. It's like some dude named Jelly plays games hmm. so when they could be playing them. Themselves. Right, which it, it irritates me a lot. I'm like, just go watch that on your TV. My son like literally ran up to me yesterday and was like, "Thank you for downloading." YouTube, so I can watch it on here instead of on my TV. Like, dude, you could be watching this on your TV and also playing a game. Like, you don't have to just stare at this. Yeah. Taking all the wrong lessons from what a Switch is for, Mm -hmm. basically. Yes. It's a good, it's a very light device, don't you think, Nate? Yeah. Strangely light. Like, yeah. Almost cheap, cheap feeling light yes but he's it, gonna it's break not, it it's constructed well yeah he's gonna break it it's like picking up an iphone versus picking up a neo geo x gold like is, is the comparison <laughs> like it it's weird like it 
it, it should feel more hefty but so i i have the parental controls on so yeah this is probably way too much but i i let him play an hour and a half uh a day or that's what's i don't know scheduled and now he knows that i have the app on my phone and so when he runs out of time he just grabs my phone pushes the button to like turn on like all the time for the rest of the day (laughs) or he'll he's called me at work a couple of times and he's like hey dad push the button i'm like what are you talking about yeah i'm up on my time and i was like well that means you need to stop And he's like just push the button (laughs) okay fine (laughs) we've all been there why an hour and a half what are you satan like think back to when you had an nes like how many hours a day did you play that a lot right give the kid like five i don't know i was trying to be be 90 minutes no that's just that's not trying to be anything it's you being a douche come on (laughs) give the kid a break send us an email let us know what you would do (laughs) what's the right for for your your parental controls on your kids an hour and a half not enough five hours too much there's a happy answer in there 90 minutes is not it (laughs) 90 minutes is not it Uh, my son played for like three and a half hours today, and by the end, he was just like, his eyes were just wide open and bloodshot. It's like, oh, that was too much. So I think it's under that. Well, today you know? he's at 40 minutes today. I'm looking at this right now. Okay. Two- <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, Tuesday, three and a half hours. Uh, Monday was three and a half hours. Sunday has this like big red, red uh, lettering. Um, six hours and thirty five minutes. <laughs> All right, that might be pushing it. And there's red letters on this one that says "played five hours over the limit." <laughs> oh yes, I'm very aware. Thank you. Um, yeah, I didn't really pay attention to that day. But it was fun. He's having a good time. He's having a good time. They're on Christmas break. They can let him play little games. Let him play 90 minutes of games. Well, it's back to reality tomorrow. So Yeah. What does it do? Does it just like suspend? Yeah, it just shuts it when it shuts it down. Big screen shuts shows up. Your dad's a dick and he'll leave you 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I do like pushing that button where you have essentially unlimited play. It plays the the star theme of uh super mario brothers yeah so um it kind of makes you invisible it's pretty that's why you you set it low because you want to press the button more that's true i there is there's a slight joy of just sitting in my office pushing pushing that yeah yeah so i didn't set parental controls I added my account to my kids so you could download all the games, which you can play on your local Wi-Fi. <clears throat> so we can do that, and I downloaded all the games, then I locked the uh, card purchases, but that's about it. So six hours is okay? I mean, we've told them to put it away. I don't think we've reached six hours, but probably close on the first day. But We should have our kids in a competition who can play it the longest. <clears throat> who can go nearsighted the fastest yeah we'll get back to you on the next podcast mm-hmm. do your kids constantly switch out games yes mm-hmm. oh i'm it's so like sick of my switch 20 minutes. cases everywhere yeah oh that was the thing with this was like i told my son i'm like 
You can play any of my games. My games go immediately back in the case. The case goes back on the shelf where you've got it. And I don't want games laying around because lucky they're tiny. Screw you. I'm staring at three cases just over here. There's some on the ground over there. <laughs> oh no, it's beating time, son. It's a it's a free for all over here. See, that's what happens when you when you let them have a little bit more than ninety minutes, things get out of control. Yeah, I'm oh. trying to rein my kids in, and, and Ryan's pushing me to the limits. Well, my kids haven't had ninety minutes. My game's still end up in a case, so there's a, there's there's some strategery in there. You guys pick up anything for Christmas? No. no. I uh I was gifted a bit Christmas twenty nineteen, which actually showed up in time for Christmas this year as opposed to last year when it came in like February. Mm. So it's study hall two, I guess, or a study hall variant. Which if anyone's familiar with Nintendo Homebrew, that's a game that came out a few years ago, but no, I have not played it. How about you guys? No, not much. No, I didn't snag anything either. So I got a lot of cool things in December. Just some random stuff. But And then I got a box full of Wii games that had... <laughs> yeah, that's, I forgot about the Wii games. I got They're a, all killer. I got a buddy that dropped off some Wii stuff. And he's like, yeah, we don't want this anymore. Here you go. A yeah, decent amount like of stuff. And then there was like... GameCube games in there as well. Yes. So there was Double wow. Dash. There was, you know, a few other ones. <laughs> All first party shit. Mario Strikers. Want. I don't know. Yeah. There wow. was no like mini game collection bullshit. You got like all the best games. This is an ass. I mean, good for you. But what the fuck? I don't know what happened. I don't know. This this lady that, that volunteers at my office. Was like, hey, my son doesn't want this anymore. Here you go. And I was like, oh, thanks. It was a Dreamcast with like four, what was it, four games? or It was or like six, games. yeah. Yeah, I don't even know. I was like, oh, I'm excited about it. Have you not played games. it yet? Um, I played the the taxi game, the Crazy yeah, Taxi. Yeah, Crazy Taxi. Two. Do you know two? Yeah. I don't want that one yet. Is that a good one? Well, I need that one, but yeah, oh. that's a good one. Well, let's make a deal. Yeah, I'll keep getting the going ads. You give me, give me half of your crazy NES collection, too. and then <laughs> we'll give you Crazy Taxi too. No thanks. Yeah, that's that's been really cool. I I don't I never really had a desire for a Dreamcast. I missed out on all of that stuff. I don't know what games to play. <sighs> Not that I mean, it's just like like my Saturn, where it's just. Which I also got for free, um, or from, no. uh, from a local store. Uh huh. It wasn't free. I paid five dollars for it. Or do you get the cables for it? Oh yeah, I got that from a really generous person, Andy. Did I get your candles? For, no, no. Oh, it was from Vidja Jones. Yes, Vidja <laughs> Jones. No, the whereas the Saturn is like mostly a forgettable pile of shit because. Well, good luck finding games for it. Right. Most of them are bad. The Dreamcast is the Dreamcast is the last greatest retro system. Like it is so many original games came out for it. 
they're impossible to find at this point, but they're not overly expensive for a ton of them. It's really gotten weird in like the last three years. Um, up until then, nobody gave a shit, which is kind of strange. But um, yeah, Dreamcast is fucking fantastic. Man. I don't think I've ever seen a game. Well, not that I've ever looked for one, but pretty much any game you get for Dreamcast is worth popping in and playing. Yeah. Even like sports and stuff sometimes. Okay, number one game yeah. that you're like, gotta play it. What is it? Mm. That's a good question. That's the thing is, there's not like a bunch of like must play, but there's like a bunch of like. What's good the one that we quality. played at your house? Um, something Stones. Yeah, Power Stone Two is Power excellent. Stone Two. There's Power Stone Two is good. Power Stone the original is good. There's uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skaters Two is good on that one. Um, mm-hmm. There's Zombie Revenge. There's Boston Wheel Four. There's if if it says Jack Capcom or Sega on it, yeah, probably good. I love Busta Amigo. There's just like every the Sea Man, of course. Yeah, where am I um, gonna find these? Web Browser One and Web Browser Two Point both have Sega <laughs> Swirl. Sega Swirl is a fantastic puzzle game, four player. Highly recommend that. Yeah, House of the Dead Volume Two. Sonic Shuffle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what is that? Uh, Dead or Alive Two is. If you love breast physics, that is the game for you. Um, they call the Dolphin Sonic Shuffle, like you said. Uh, so many good games. Is there any any Mario games on there? Hydro Thunder, yeah, there's tons of them. Um, oh, I like Hydro Thunder. Hydro Thunder. Test Drive, which you also have, which is terrible on there. Have it. Um, I also really like um, Rippin' Riders, which is like a pseudo sequel to Cool Borders 2, which was the last good Cool Borders game on the PlayStation. Did SS, was it SSX? Was that a Dreamcast or PlayStation? PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. Yeah. EA never made anything on Dreamcast. Okay. No, they. Um, Got pissed when they didn't put it in a modem. That was a requirement. We'll be your exclusive sports game dealer, but you need to put in a modem, which they didn't do. And then they had, what was it? Sonic or Sega had just acquired whatever company put out the 2K franchise. And they're like, well, we're not going to give you exclusive rights. And we just paid like X million dollars to buy this other studio. So, yeah. One of the nails in the coffin for Dreamcast. Oh, Shenmue. Of course. I mean, I don't recommend that. You can't play that. <laughs> Shamu? Shamu. Shamwell. I used to get so pissed at some guys in my dorm that would like, come over to me playing like that Echo the Dolphin game. Like, how's Flipper, buddy? I'm like, fuck you, it's Echo. <laughs> it's so pissed. It's an interesting game, though. Space Channel 5, I recommend. It's weird. I gotta find these games. Yeah, there's a lot of like fifteen to twenty dollar games that you can still acquire for the Dreamcast that are worth a a go. Or you you just sit back in your lounger and wait for somebody to bring a box to you, so you'll be fine. Okay. Or do you have a CD burner in your PC? <laughs> no, also true. I don't have a oh, CD drive in mine. Oh, there you go. Uh, well, then. You can buy an external and burn them. Yeah. It's like it's I should very... put the Dreamcast out now. Nobody has sick CD burners anymore. <laughs> also, the other nail in the coffin, yeah. Very easy to burn games. 
Do you think Dreamcast is more available than Saturn? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just by numbers, yeah. Numbers yeah. sold, for sure. Interesting. I think they sold like 500,000 units in the first week, wasn't it? And then, like, I think it was the thing. It was like, it was the biggest video game console launch ever. They sold 500,000 units or almost. And then it just, like, struggled to get to that million over the next, like, year and a half that it was on the market before they pulled yeah. the plug. I mean, it just landed and then died all because of the impending PlayStation 2. And I was one of those people. I was like, oh my god, the Dreamcast is amazing, but PlayStation 2 is coming. Yeah. And I didn't buy it. And then Black Friday came and they announced the discontinuation of the Dreamcast and Dreamcast was 50 bucks, bunch of free games. I mean, everybody was fire sailing them. So that's when I got mine. But it's weird Soul now Calibre. that you, yeah, if you look at Soul Calibur through a VGA now, it Still looks incredible. better than, it looks better than any PS2 game at yeah. this point, almost. It's like crazy. It's absolutely incredible. There's no reason if Sega hadn't like fucked up with marketing the 32X, the Sega CD and the Saturn, there's no reason the Dreamcast couldn't have been the powerhouse to at least go alongside what the PS2 and the Xbox did. Mm-hmm. But they also cited like the fact that they were still supporting like legacy consoles in various regions around the world. I mean, at the time that the Dreamcast folded, that Sega was still manufacturing and selling and supporting the Master System, <laughs> the th- the fucking Genesis, the thirty. 30- I mean, maybe not the thirty-two X and the CD, but they were still selling like every console they'd ever made in different regions around the world. Like, there's no wonder why they were like strapped for cash. The Saturn was still making gangbusters in japan japan at that point too so yeah i remember like reading an egm like in like 1997 or something and they're like reviewing a saturn game like yeah that's right a saturn game came out this year (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy yeah yeah the dreamcast was like sega doing everything right but they'd done five years of everything wrong so it was too late. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic console. I love it. It's a weird controller. The it's grips, in... yeah, on the D-pad, or the thumbstick. What's the significance? I mean, I'm going to come across as completely arrogant. So Ryan just put that. Arrogant or ignorant? Ignorant. See? There you go. Um, so what's what's the deal with the the screen? On the the VMU? Yeah. The visual memory unit? It's fucking badass because it's the goddamn Dreamcast. That's what. Oh. I have the, the I didn't card. know what it was. Yeah, the idea is is like certain games, and you'll look at the back of the jewel case and you can tell, had mini games that you could like take off your console. So it was a kind of like a digipet or something that you oh, like sure. took took to school and played while you couldn't play your Dreamcast. It, it didn't really get used all that much. Uh, I think the the best use of it is like when you look at like 2K, like NFL 2K, you can have four people sitting there and you can pick your plays on the little screen instead of like doing the whole Tecmo Bowl. Like, yeah. don't look at my controller. Yeah. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Right. <clears throat> it's an interesting addition, if not just kind of like pointless. Yeah. Usually it's a logo of the game that yeah. you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. More often than not, yeah. 
So I know in okay. the last uh, the last few maybe last two podcasts we were really talking about uh, like top hundred games, top fifty games, whatever of um, of the decade. And now this tweet is going out uh, from a lot of people that are if if you picked one game for the decade, what is your number one game? Have we gone through that? Hmm. So you just pick one game. What is the one? Mine has mine has to be Journey. Well, oh, you and the Journey teeth. You love that thing. <laughs> I'd go Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. I think if I could do first and second, it'd be Breath of the Wild and Brothers. But... You love that game. It's great. I don't, it pisses me off that you haven't played it when I gave it to you to play. I but. know exactly what happens. I told you. The no, last you don't. Podcast. Yep. The two brothers go off to find the father. Got lost at sea. What would your number two be, Andy? And they're in a submarine. <laughs> Just talk over him. It's fine. And then they go <laughs> go down in the submarine. At Song of the Deep, you're confused. And then, and then Zelda shows up. <laughs> It's not the game. <laughs> Did Wind Waker come out this decade? No. Remaster, no. you could do that though, I suppose. Yeah. No, you can't nah, remaster. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Hmm. Man, Breath of the Wild's really good. But that never even hit number one on anybody else's list. That's still surprising. What do you mean? Well, those top 25s, I mean... Well, that's because when Breath of the Wild came out, like, everyone shit on it as being the biggest flaming pile of dog shit ever. (laughs) And then 10 years later, people were like, no, that was a great fucking Zelda game. Everybody loved it. It's like Paul's Boutique. 10 years later. (laughs) Yeah, it's like Beastie Boys and Paul's Boutique. Like, everybody loves it, except nobody bought it. So you didn't really love it. Yeah. I'm glad it came around. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's popular fashion. I like that game now because it is fantastic, and I, I do absolutely love it. But what about Smash? Smash is great. Smash Would Ultimate that... is the best Smash game. Yeah, but like I, that's not like the end all be all game for me. I know it is for certain people, but that's a great party game. That's not. That's not. Yeah. Ever gonna make my. For me, like the best game of the decade's got to be like a solo experience, like something that I walked away from and was like <clears throat> emotionally invested in. Like Beat journey. Saber. Yeah, no. Hmm. Song of the Deep. Song of the Deep was okay. But... Yeah. Is that the one with the two brothers that <laughs> go after the grandpa, and then Zelda shows up? <laughs> nope. Bioshock Infinite. It's really good. Okay. Ah, I gotta go back and play that on the remastered. Did you buy that, Nate? Uh, <laughs> no. Great games? No. Oh my gosh. Gotta go to the bathroom and wipe off all the poop that you. Put on me. <laughs> Nobody threw him in a box and handed him to me. Why would I buy him? <laughs> Sorry. 
It's like shooting on Nate Cast here. It's tough to choose. It's also tough to choose between Knack and Knack 2. What about Grand Theft? Knack 2 because it's two player for sure. (laughs) Grand Theft Auto 5 is. Grand Theft Auto 5 is like definitely like top five gaming experiences, like story mode for me, but I had played good Grand Theft Auto before. I hadn't played an open world Zelda before, so. As good as Grand Theft Auto Five is, is it doesn't it doesn't hit that for me. I think Breath of the Wild is for sure my number one. Number two, uh, I'm gonna say it. I don't want to say it though. Red Dead, I think was. Oh, why? I think it, just the way we played it. Not yeah, put a bad taste it. in your mouth. But, yeah, no, no, it's not that good. But when I went back to it, I really enjoyed it. To actually pay attention to the story more. Okay. That or Horizon. I really liked Horizon. I like Horizon less and less every time I look back at it. I think that's the game, PSN game of the month. Yeah, good. Coming up. Yeah. I like The Witcher 3 a lot. That's probably. I like that. Even more now. It's like one of the most downloaded games right now because of the show. Right. Minecraft isn't there for you. Since that was number one on everything. Would you look at that? Did you guys see that? Well, Nate didn't. But there was that thing going around on Facebook. It was like most video game copies sold for any game since 1994. And it was like a running tally year over year. It's kind of incredible. I was surprised at how long Frogger stayed on that chart. Wow. Oh, yeah, I think I did see that thing. Yeah, Minecraft took the top. Yeah. And then PUBG was up there towards the end, and Grand Theft Auto V, obviously. Like, Mario Brothers 3 was, like, the game that, you know, held that slot for so much of the 90s. Pretty good. Huh. But there was, like, nothing from the Wii on there, was there? Oh, uh, Wii That's Fit what... was on there for the longest oh, time, okay. and New Super Mario Brothers was for the longest okay. time, too. It did drop, though. Yeah, that's, I don't know. When you put in 10 years of games, it's tough to remember the ones that you did 10 years ago and put them up against the ones you just played. Right. Because I really love the Outer Wilds right now, but like, I don't know if that's, <laughs> would hold gotta, up to everything, you know? Got to let it gestate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that just like the whole experience of like finally getting an open world Zelda and like seeing Zelda be something completely different than what it was, even though it's not even a great open world game, but it's an open world Zelda. Like it has a ton of flaws, but I can't not love it. I don't know. I think it's almost one of the perfect open worlds because I, I'm so sick of open worlds of where it's just, here's a marker, go to the marker thing, you know? Yeah. And that game I mean, was... they could do with weapons being like less worthless, but. Other than that, yeah. 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 It's hard to look. Like you said, though, like remembering the tail end of 10 years ago is tough. <sighs> well, shameless plug. Um, for anyone who doesn't know on listening to this podcast, I run a YouTube channel 
It's called Vidjagamer. V-I-D-J-A space Gamer. My logo is an NES cartridge with VG on it. And for every year that I've been on there, I've done a Christmas video. Um, the last few years have been with my kids. So if you like wacky, stupid video game related videos, you should go check that out. <laughs> I also put out a compilation video this year called the Vigigamer Holiday Special Super Show. Um, it will likely be the last video in the Christmas video series. So if you want to watch them all in one shot, minus one that was a little too adult swim, Tim and Eric. I was Uh, just going to ask, is that one in there? I did not put that one in there. (laughs) However, if you go into the super show video description, I did link to it so you can go to it. I love that video. It does not fit in the context of my other videos. (laughs) I would really appreciate it. If anyone is, has a passing interest in going, you you don't have to subscribe to my channel. You don't have to like the video. Just if you like dumb skits, um, I put a lot of work into those Um, this year will probably be the last year we do it so check it out i recommend it we used a poltergust things happened (laughs) end of shameless plug hey i watched the witcher it's really Uh, good yeah you like it yeah bathtub scene and all uh I guess they do have one, yes. I do remember that, yep. Yeah, I mean, they're more based on the books than the games, but a lot of the same characters and all that stuff, so. It's interesting. It's like the biggest thing on Netflix right now, and they're going to squander it by making you wait till like, 2021 for next season, so. That's the biggest problem. How many episodes? Uh, Eight. Yeah, we almost watched that because we got all the way through Letterkenny, the new season, and we're going to maybe check that out, but then we started watching. They finally did kind of the same situation you're talking about, like two years later. They did more episodes of Lost in Space. Which wasn't that good of a Netflix original, but I was like, well, whatever, let's just watch it. It's okay. It's more of that. Was it another series or was it like a movie this time? It's a series, yeah. It's a continuation of the first, like, whatever episodes I did. Isn't there supposed to be a new series of. New season of Castlevania, too. Oh. Yeah, it forgot, was it? Didn't that guy that made that, he was doing something else, too, and I forgot what that was. It sounded interesting, but... Yeah, there's always something. It seems like they make you wait forever for everything, but then next month there's something else to watch anyway, I guess. Right. Do you recommend The Witcher? Yeah. It's it's kind of like Game of Thrones where they throw you in and you kind of don't really know what's going on. So you're pretty much halfway through the season until you actually think you know what's going on. 
which can kind of be frustrating, but. Do you think the, they like tried to make it feel like Game of Thrones? I, uh, yeah, I'm guessing so. I'm guessing that's why it's a show in the first place, right? Like they saw Game of Thrones and they're like, hey, here's this other property that's sort of mid- medieval, you know? Sure. It's Probably like Lord of the Rings. Too. Yeah, like adult Lord of the Rings. So. What well, wasn't adult about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Gimli? Come on. Well, this has all the nudity of Game of Thrones as well. Oh, nice. And I will that. watch. I'll probably check it out eventually. I don't I'm I'm not into the Witcher games, but seems worthwhile. When a humble bar graced a ride along with Geralt of Rin, along came this song. When the white wolf fought a silver tongued devil. His army of elves and his hooves did they revel. They came after me with masterful deceit, broke down my loot and they kicked in my teeth. While the devil's horns minced our tender meat, and so cried the witcher, he can't be bleed. Toss a coin to your witcher, O oh, valley of plenty, O oh, valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, O oh, valley of plenty. Let's wrap things up. Let's go through a little bit of... Uh, Video game trivia, ultimate video game trivia, to be exact. We've been doing this in the last few episodes. Keep it going for twenty nine or twenty twenty, not twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, brand new year. Same old shit. <laughs> Let's do it. I think I'm up, right? Nineteen no. one. I no. haven't scored yet, so okay. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. What is the name of South Park role playing game that was released in twenty fourteen? Say it again. South Park role playing game 2014. Oh. Um, something, something love, love, nope. sh- love shack. That's like 96, that. man. Well, that's as far as I can get to that new would... gen. Is that the stick of truth one? Yep. Stick of truth? Stick of truth. Hmm. What's the first zone called in the 1991 Sonic the Hedgehog game? Green Hill. Oh, four, yeah. Yep. I said the <laughs> There's green in it. Dang it. What is the name of the time manipulating weapon used by the prince in Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time? Oh, sword? What? No. The name of the weapon. Yep. Oh. Time manipulating weapon. Time machine. <laughs> nope. 
It's like a dagger, isn't it? Of <laughs> Delgado. Time manipulating. Dagger of time manipulating. <laughs> uh dagger of time. There you dagger. go, nailed it. Wow. Ding ding ding. Man, you're on a roll today. That was wow. Which developer released Frogger in nineteen eighty one? Oh my gosh, how do I not know this? You do know it. Start throwing out devs. Parker Brothers. No. They published it though on Atari, maybe or Milton. Yeah. Bradley. Milton Bradley. I can't Dang it! It's a Konami. Yep. There it is. Hmm. I don't. Are you looking <sighs> these up? It's Jeez, a... Andy. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I have Frogger right up there. <laughs> <laughs> Andy might get this one, so I'll read it. A spinoff from Undertale was the first chapter of which video game? The first chapter of which video game had a surprise launch in October 2018? Deltarune? Yep. Still haven't played that yet. <laughs> in Theme Hospital, who do suffers of the disease King Complex impersonate? King Complex. Hmm. King Kong. Graceland. Elvis. Yeah. In which 2003 video game does the player control Jade, a photojournalist, in the year 2435? Watch. Dogs. It's had a sequel in the making for about a decade now. Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> that already came out. Watch Dogs 3. 2003 video game. Beyond Good and Evil. There you go. Wow. Developed by id Software and released in 1992, which video game is sometimes credited with being the original first-person shooter, or at least the game that popularized the genre? Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein what? Oh, well, 3D. Good job. Oh, I just get a good job. <laughs> My gosh. I don't think there's gonna either one of those. I'm going to skip it. Dr. Albert W. Wiley is a robot inventing... Is the robot inventing Arch Enemy of which video game character? Mega Man. Yep. You play Harvest Moon, Andy? Yeah, some. Well, I'm ready for this one. What is the name of the village in which the SNES game Harvest Moon is oh, set? Oh, fuck that. Um, <laughs> um, Mineral Town. Flower Bud Village. Kokoro. Mm. Kokoro. <laughs> which 1983 Laserdisc arcade video game was animated wow. by Don Bluth? Dude, there's like three of you. Oh, Just yeah. throw out names. Dragon Slayer. There you go. There we go. In which 1996 survival horror game, or in the 1996 survival horror game, Resident Evil, protagonist Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine work for the Raccoon City's STARS team. What does STARS stand for? Oh, jeez. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll just read it. Special Tactics, 
and rescue service. <laughs> oh. I like how they put the A in there and. for and. That's so weird. Rescue service. <laughs> I'm just going to get those. Lack of confidence isn't good. Beginning in 1995, which video game series developed by Team 17 features opposing teams uh, attempting to eliminate each other? Any sports game in ever created? 1995. Hmm. Is that Civilization? No. Hmm. Age of Empires. Got to be one of those things. They're not people. It's not StarCraft, right? That's Blizzard. Hmm. Yeah, I can't. I'm going to go with Mega Man. Worms. Oh, okay. In which video game was the Konami code first used? Contra. Nope. Oh. Nutsack. Gradius? Yep. That was a trick question. Was it? No, not really. Just lack of knowledge. I didn't, I didn't know, I guess. Yeah, there's only a few, I suppose. Yeah. In the Splatoon series, what is the name of the shape-shifting human squid creatures that the players control? Inklings. I'm impressed. How about a, how about a good job? That was pretty I'll good. Say, I, I said I was impressed. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah. Under I didn't power. know the name of them. In which 2015 video game by Bosa Studios does the player control sentient slices of bread? What? So easy. I am bread. I am bread. How many players does the player or how many characters does the player choose from in the nineteen eighty nine classic side scroller Golden Axe? Five. No. Three, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Warrior, Mage, and Dwarf? Yep. Released for the PlayStation, which Namco racing game featured a minigame of Galaxian unloading screens? Mm. Namco racing game on the PlayStation. Should give it away. Ridge Racer? Yeah. Wow. Ridge Racer. Game looked like a butt until they remastered it with four. I just never got into those. R-Tape 4 is probably one of the best racers ever. 
the Hellgast are the main antagonists from which video game series? Killzone? Play- yeah. I'm up, right? By a couple. Yep. Got a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, which 1996 rail shooter pits the player against the zombified creations of Dr. Kieran? House of Dead? Two? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Maintaining your lead. Good job. One. House of the Dead. Oh. Mona Sachs. <laughs> I think Shrein, you're pronouncing Shrein, it wrong. Shrein, I'm really not. Mona Sachs is a female or a femme fatale love interest of which video game character? Sachs. Man, that sounds familiar, but... I'm going to say we Monopoly. No. Nope. Mm. Okay. Um. Nathan Drake. Max Payne. Good guess, though. Oh, oh. Max Payne. Who is the first boss in the original Crash Bandicoot? Oh, we just got that racing game. I'm trying to think of his name. I think he's in there, is he? Maybe. Engine or something? Pau Pau. Or Papu Papu. Oh. Not Pau Pau. Papu Papu. Papu Papu. Papu Papu. What is Bayonetta's real name? Uh, excuse me? Bayonetta's real name. I didn't know. I don't think her name matters in the game. Cereza. Cereza. That's confused with Cherizo. Yeah. That's not that's her witch name. Yes. In which video game did Yoshi first make an appearance? Come on, guys. I clicked an answer already. It would be Super Mario World. Yep. I was just trying to think if there was a NES puzzle game that had it. There is, but it came after that, I think. It was Did weird. It? Yeah. Like the what is I think it's just called Yoshi. That came Yoshi after Yoshi and Yoshi's Cookies, yeah. Those were they the both, NES. But they both came after Okay. Super and they're both, Mario World they're, came out. They're both awful too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the design of the iconic creeper for Minecraft was the result of a failed attempt to create which other Minecraft creature? A zombie? Nope. Hmm. Steve? It's a pig. <laughs> a pig is the answer. Oh. Faith Connors is the player character and runner in which video game series? Oh. Mirror's Edge. There you go. Kiro is the owl antagonist in which video game? Kuro, Kiro. Chiro. Kiro. K-U-R-O. Ori? And the Malayan Forest, yes. Wow. I almost said Legend of Zelda <gasps> Ocarina of Time because I hate that owl. 
more, but. I'm going to read this like my buddy who pronounces wrong forever. Overwatch, the Overwatch character, Deva, is a professional gamer and world number one in which other game made with Blizzard Entertainment. It's Diva, not Deva. D period Va. Yes. I'm going to play Deva. Hmm. Is it Starcraft? Only so many, yeah, Starcraft 2. Good job. I had no idea. I just. I didn't realize it was, yeah. I had no she's idea. She's the mech girl, right? Yep, mm-hmm. mech girl. Yeah. She's apparently like 16 or something, too. I don't remember the lore. Hmm. Ooh. Gosh, I wish we were getting a sequel to this if Valve hadn't eaten them up. <clears throat> Shosone National Forest is the setting for which 2016 video game? Firewatch? Yes. Now, when we're talking about like favorite games of the last 10 years, that would probably be top five. Really? See I loved Firewatch. Like it was like it was a little bit of a letdown, but it was suspenseful for a while. Yeah, that ending just kind of fell apart for me. Yeah, I think three quarters of the way through, like the plot holes start to like form. Dude killed this kid. Girls in on it. See ya. Play that game. I've come to realize I just I'm just not a big fan of red herrings in games. Like that is definitely a big one. Like they definitely set you up to make it seem like it's one thing when it's not, you know? What do you think it was going to be? Well, they make it th- seem like that guy's a murderer, you know? Like there's a serial killer out in the. I mean, he kind of. I mean, he is, though, right? He's a murderer, not a serial killer. But... Well, not really. It was an accident, right? I mean, he kind of killed his kid. <laughs> Not necessarily on purpose, but mostly kind of did it. He he was careless. He was a careless father. The I thing that bothered that. me is like you can't like strap a seventy five pound kid on your back and like haul him out of a cave. I guess like your best bet was to like put fences up. I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. And then the fire tower chick was still banging you after all that, or was she just part of the fun? I don't know. Yeah, you don't even end up with her, right? Or anything? It was just like... No, because I assume she was still fucking, like, negligent dad. Hmm. It was my... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So if you accidentally kill a couple of your kids, move out to the forest. Those (laughs) fire tower chicks will still have at it. (laughs) For all you negligent dads out there. Harvested from... (laughs) Wow. Harvested from sea slugs, which genetic altering substance serves as a catalyst for a civil war in this 2007 game Bioshock, which is a fantastic series, clearly because it's made the ultimate video game trivia list. What? No, wait. You know what it is. Say it again. Like, what? They're trying to. Oh, well, it says, I didn't pick up on the harvested from sea slugs, but it says harvested from sea slugs, what genetic altering substance is the catalyst for civil war in the 2007 video game Bioshock? 
It's the obvious one. Mike. For whatever reason, I can't even remember. You get it from the girls. Yeah, the ones with the big needles, right? Whatever's in the needle, but... The atom. Shit, I don't even remember. It's the atom. The atom, huh? Yep. Man. Are you going to just harvest a little from these little girls, or are you going to murder them and take it all? Are you going to take it all, yeah. How many girls did you murder? Zero. I didn't kill the first two girls, and I was like, fuck this, I need a little atom, and I started killing them after that. Hmm. I don't remember any of that gameplay. Or what did that do? That was like your powers? Yeah. That gave you your yeah, powers? It was, it was your level up. It was like your skill tree advancement. Oh, so okay. I was like, screw it. I'm going to cannibalize these little bitches. Which former Gears of War studio is the developer for the 2017 game Fortnite Battle Royale? Nate's got a guess for this one. He doesn't know he's on for gears. Pretty sure he's asleep. Is it the Epic Game Store? I was going to say Epic. Epic Games, yes. Not asleep. Just relaxed. Another great game that Nate will never play. One. Egukate is the protagonist of which game? I wouldn't get this based on name. He plays a luchador in a Metroidvania. Oh, Guacamelee. Guacamelee 2. 1. Oh, another great game that Nate will probably never have played. What is the name of the artificial intelligence in charge of the testing facility? At Aperture Science in the 2007 video game Portal. The cake is a lie, people. Who is in charge? Yeah, the who's the AI? Oh. GLaDOS. GLaDOS. A couple more. What was the name of the first raid to be released in Destiny? Hmm. Nobody remembers because everybody like, <laughs> Nobody cared. Destiny. Yeah. Wasn't that for first raid like awful? I think so. It was pretty flawed. Oh. The Vault of Glass. Holy fucking shit. Good job. <laughs> Last question. What is the name of Shovel Knight's adventuring partner? Opening cutscene. Played the first part of that, so I should know. You haven't beaten that? So good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I've never played a Shovel Knight game. You're missing out. That's what I hear. Yeah, I hear there are a lot of games we recommend. Buy them all. Buy them all, Nate. It ends in night. Just throw peripherals in front of it. Rusty. It's <laughs> a good one. It's shield night. Shield night, fellas. I was oh. close. 
tantalizing trivia. I can't believe didn't like the newest one just come out. Yeah, it was the last piece they needed to fulfill their Kickstarter stretch goals. Now Yacht Club is officially done. Or is it Yacht Club anymore? Yeah. Yeah. I so wonder what they'll able, make next. They're able then. to make anything. Hopefully not Shuffle Night. I want to see something new from them. I wonder if Nintendo would give them anything to work on. I could see them coming closer to home with Nintendo, but who knows? Nate? Ryan? Do your duty. I can do that. I can do my duty and do it well. Now? Oh, okay. <laughs> you look disinterested. How about now? Oh, Whenever okay. you're comfortable. All right, I'm getting there. Uh, We need emails, guys. We're still waiting on some emails from you. We'd love to hear from you on uh, what is your your top game of the decade. Let us know. Uh, it's still early in the year for you to uh, to tell us. You can send that to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias, including YouTube, because a new video will be coming out within the next five years. So check that out. Um, and then obviously Twitter, Facebook, all of those things. And then you can find all things we can rental at weekendpodcast.com. And as always, guys, be kind. Rewind. Bananas. Roof rake. Otterman. Someone needs to just hold you tight and just tell you it's going to be okay. My gosh.